Are dents and scratches putting a dent in your day? Introducing Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide, your trusted solution for automotive woes. With over two decades of expertise, Rogerstein Crash Repairs guarantees top-notch service, restoring your vehicle to its former glory in no time. From minor dings to major collisions, our skilled technicians handle it all with precision and care using state-of-the-art equipment and techniques. Rogerstein Crash Repairs saved my car. It looks brand new. Fast, friendly and reliable. I wouldn't trust anyone else with my vehicle. Don't let accidents slow you down. Visit Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide at 14 Penner Avenue, Glind for quality service you can count on. And here's a special offer just for our listeners. Mention this podcast and receive a $100 discount on your repair. Roger Steen Crash Repairs Adelaide. Excellence in every repair. Past players. Past legends. Past legends. We welcome Ross, the Marshal, Dylan, uh, Roscoe. A, so for Melbourne, between 60, 66 and 72, uh, 85 games, 133 goals. Leading goal kicker in 69 with 48, 70 with 41. Played state football for both Victoria and South Australia. Uh, coming over to Nord, uh, his debut in career from 73 to 78 at Nord, 114 games. 242 goals, of course, the be- the best and fairest in the Premiership year in 75, third in the McGarry. Leading goal kicker, 73-75, advertiser team of the year, 75, couple of games, South Australia. Welcome aboard, Roscoe. Thanks, Malcolm. And very good cricketer as well. Well, I was going to get to that. Um, yes. we, we, we've obviously talked about your uh, exploits uh, on the footy field, but, um, mate, where did it all start? Uh, obviously, growing up in Kyburn. Yeah, Kyabram in northern Victoria, town of about oh, 7,000 people these days, fruit-growing and dairying area. Um, yeah, that's uh, where I lived for the first 17 years of uh, my life. And did you play for a local junior club up there? Uh, I played for the Kyabram High School uh, for a, a couple of years uh, uh, and then uh, got in the first in, uh, must have been, 65 um, we had uh, a really good team. We had Dick Clay, who played in four, ultimately played in four premierships for Richmond. Richmond yep. He was our centre forward. Um, and ultimately, we lost a grand final to a Tom Hafey coach, Shepparton, um, yeah, by a small margin. Roscoe, so, still, um, Roscoe still kicks himself for hitting the post uh, <laughs> towards the end. He's, he's brought that up yeah. with me a couple of times. So. Yeah, worst sporting moment of my life. Uh, yeah. So you mentioned also that you were a keen cricketer as well. Did you, you um, you'd played for the school as well? Uh, played for school and then played for Kyabram. Uh, played in the uh, um, sort of in the zone teams. And then um, in 1965, uh, yeah, I wanted to play. Uh, cricket for Melbourne and uh, footy for Melbourne. Melbourne had just come out, uh, come off uh, six premierships in ten years, uh, with uh, Barassi as captain, Norm Smith as coach, and a lot of fantastic players in the footy team. 
But uh, Clive Fairburn was a uh, chairman of selectors at Melbourne Cricket Club, and he was a formerly a Kyabra man, uh, known to our uh, known to our family. So they were the main reasons that I went to. Uh, I wanted to play for Melbourne. Some pretty handy names there, Barassi, Barassi, oh, well, and and um, Norm um, Smith. Norm Smith. Oh, and wow. Roscoe's yeah. quite. And so he should be. Very proud that he's a member of the Kyabram Cricket Team of the Century, along with uh, the Australian elegant left-hand opening batsman, Matty Elliott. Jimmy, trying to think who else was in that side. There was... Uh, Jimmy Higgs. Higgs, yeah. Coach. Yes. Uh, I knew the Higgs mainly, was the other one. Yep. Mainly because he uh, uh, he played for... He went to private school in Melbourne and played when he was home for, uh, uh, for a team called Fire Brigade. Uh, but he's Kyabram... Um, yeah, uh, uh, through and through, yeah. And so, to, so any up Melbourne, quite young, um, and probably a little bit unlucky as it turned out they were on the decline a little bit. But, um, so day, de- so debuting for Melbourne, go through that, Roscoe. Uh, well, first game, uh, yep. 1966, uh, um. Was selected at centre half forward. Um, we played St Kilda, who uh, were ultimately that year's premiers, their only premiership yep. um, in their history. Um, yeah, sixty plus thousand people. Uh, I'd always dreamt of it as a kid, wanting to do that, and it was, uh, uh, you know, a memory I'll never forget. Um, yeah, I went to Melbourne High School for a year. Um, and yeah, things are going pretty pretty well until uh, after the sixth sixth game. Uh, I hurt my knee at training in an uncontested uh, drill, um, which subsequently cost me uh, or a couple of years. Uh, two operations on uh, one cartilage, which uh, in those days it was yeah. a little more involved than it is these days, but. Yes. That wasn't much fun because it knocked the footy around and also knocked the cricket around uh, just in the years when I uh, you know, would really have loved to have been playing it. Did I, um, did I, did I read somewhere that uh, 10 out of the 12 Victorian clubs uh, cricket were chasing you down? No, that was in footy. No, that was a footy club. Sorry. Yeah. I had a uh, couple of interesting incidents there where in 1965 when... In, it was going pretty well at Kyabram with uh, with Dick Clay and uh, you know there were teams coming up uh, all the time. Uh, it was before zoning and uh, a couple of quick stories there. Mum was out on the golf course one day. My father was killed when I was in yeah. 1963. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so Jack Dyer went out on the golf course, uh, uh, you know, to see Mum, which uh, I'm sure. He would have had his ears bashed uh, out there. And uh, <laughs> uh, then I was riding my bike out to, uh, with some mates out to the local uh, golf course with mum's uh, golf bag over my shoulder and a uh, car pulled up alongside me and asked me, was I Ross? And said, uh, yeah, uh, well, do you mind if I have a chat? So uh, well, there were two fellows in the car and one was Bob Davis, the coach of Geelong, and the other was Leo O'Brien, who was their secretary manager. Yep. yep. And they offered me a straight off uh, offered me a trip to uh, uh, 
to Hawaii at the end of season, end of season trip. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd been to Melbourne a couple of times, but uh, Hawaii was a bit out of the, uh, <laughs> out of the imagination. Wow. Um, yeah, so... Uh, that would have been pretty hard to knock back, Roscoe. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, but, so I went to my senior master at school. As I said, I didn't have dad. Um, yeah. Anyway, I went to my senior master, who I played footy with, Ozzy Nelson, a really good man, and said, asked Mr. Nelson... Uh, what he thought, and he said, well, do you want to play with them? And I said, no, I want to play for Melbourne. And he said, well, probably it'd be a good idea if you didn't go. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, Geelong had a terrific team at the time with Polly Farmer and yeah. Dennis Marshall and Peter Walker and all of those fellows. So, Doug Wade. Yeah, so, and as you said before, Melbourne were, uh, when Barassi left, at the end of 64 to go and coach Carlton. Uh, that was the start of uh, uh, a, uh, a demise of Melbourne for probably lasted the next 50 years until you know, a couple of years ago yeah. when they won the premiership. Yep. And then 69, Roscoe, was that, was that your best year? And so, and then you state, and then the end of year, state car- the state carnival where you dominated for Victoria? No, I didn't dominate. We had Royce Hart as yeah, you, know, you got more praise than Hart did. I reckon that's. I take that as no, domination, no, Roscoe. No, only because he went off. He had to go off in the last game against uh, South Australia on the on the Saturday. Uh, he, I think, he went into the game with a suspect calf, and he uh, only lasted about a quarter. But he'd kicked a couple of goals already. Um, yeah, I came on, and uh, we played. I uh, played on Rick Schoff. Yep. Uh, it was pretty handy, and at halftime the scores were were even. Um, but then things started to turn, and we finished up winning by ten or twelve goals. Uh, but we had a, yeah, some of the players in our team. You know, had Nichols, Jezelenko, uh, Hudson, um, you know, Bob Keddy, Bob Murray, Kevin Murray, Barry Davis, um, uh, Kevin Bartlett. Um, it's yeah. a fair side, is a fair side. especially before be. State of Origin. So having Hudson and that as well, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam Newman as well. Yeah. Kekovic, although I don't think Keka played in too many games. I think he was injured. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, Fifty thousand people at Adelaide Oval and the old Oval with uh, or the old setup with uh, the temporary stands going down uh, uh, King William Street. There um, and uh, there might have been fifty thousand there, and be lucky if a thousand of them were barracking for uh, for Victoria. Um, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I hope it wasn't run- that many. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, Barassi was our coach. Yep. And uh, I remember going on to replace Royce Hart and uh, uh, running for a ball early on, and just an elbow came across, uh, just missed my chin. Uh, and uh, the message, it was uh, Harry Kernahan, and uh, the message came out from Barassi that you have to go a bit bit faster or a bit harder, and I didn't send the message back, but I thought if I'd been a you know, half a yard uh, quicker, I would have lost my face. Um, anyway, uh, but, yeah, very memorable. Uh, um, yeah, always wanted to, wanted to play for Victoria. Um, and at the the end of the last game, I had a visit from a guy, uh, a young fellow from Western Australia, wanting to know if I'd swap my, my jumper with his. And 
a little. Uh, I said, no way. You know, I've dreamt of getting one of these yep. uh, all my life. You're not getting my uh, big V. It just happened to be a, a fellow I, I became really good friends with uh, later and still am is uh, John Wynn. Oh. Um, he oh. was playing for Western Australia. Australia and, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't getting it. He's, uh, yeah, uh, that was my first contact with uh, with Johnny. The the connections we've got through this show, uh, we've had uh, yes, Winnie had on. Winnie on, yes, yes. Uh, right. How did that go? Because uh, um, uh, he's, entertaining uh, as expected. Yes. yes, <laughs> yes. He, he didn't leave no. us uh, wanting. That's for sure. No, no. <laughs> no great man to have. I yes. call him Digger. Yeah. Uh, why? Because he's the one you'd want in the in the, in trenches, the trenches. Bloody oath. So, yes. So, and then uh, so you know the Melbourne. How much did the part of your injuries play a part in deciding to come to South Australia? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, in 72, I got a start or in pre-season, I got a, an Achilles problem uh, that from running on the roads trying to get fitter. Yeah. Uh, an inflamed Achilles, and I couldn't get rid of it for about half the season. And... Uh, Having been, yeah, Victorian team, 69, 70, I think. I'm not sure about 71, but uh, anyway. Uh, so I missed about the first half of the year. Uh, came back in the seconds and uh, for the first game and got 11. Uh, and went into the first next week. Uh, Melbourne were going all right and we lost in a, in a wet day against Fitzroy on the MCG. Got dropped the next week. And uh, uh, first time I'd been dropped, uh, didn't didn't enjoy it very much. At the end of the season, they offered fifteen year, fifteen guys contracts, and I wasn't one of them. Bizarre. And so I virtually made my mind up then that uh, Melbourne weren't going anywhere. Uh, I'd lost a, a fantastic friend in Norm Smith that uh, uh, had finished, had gone to South Melbourne to coach, and then. Uh, in '73, I think he was. He went to North Melbourne. He wanted me to go to North Melbourne when uh, Barassi had gone there to coach. Norm was going to be his chairman of selectors. Um, but I didn't enjoy Melbourne living all of that much. Yeah. Uh, I was a country boy, um, uh, but uh, and I didn't think that Melbourne weren't heading anywhere. And I thought if that's so. Yeah, contracts were just starting. Yep. I couldn't, if I wasn't included in that after being there for seven years, well, I'll, I'll move. Um, yeah, they tried to talk me out of it, but I said, look, car's already packed, I'm going. Um, and then they came back after 75 and wanted me to go back, at, uh, uh, along with North Melbourne, but I chose to stay here and probably fortunate that I did. How, how did uh, you get get to Nord? Was there somebody that approached you, or uh, it was mainly uh, through Wally Miller? Wally, yeah. yeah, I thought it would have been. Um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, you know Nord had Robert Odie as coach, and he had you know he developed a lot of terrific young kids, uh, Butto and uh, uh, Woody and Black, uh, you know uh, Glenn Rosser and yep. uh, Gags. Um, and you know, Mike Colligan, etc. They had a you know developing team, and uh, I think you know, and you had Glenn McMahon. I think yes, uh, 
took over from Rex Wilson. Rex was involved in my move. But, you know, I think there were guys... Robert wouldn't necessarily have wanted an interstate player, but he had Winnie already, so that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, uh, I don't think Robert was over keen, but the likes of Glenn McMahon and these guys uh, thought that uh, Ford needed a, a you know, centre forward come centre back or whatever, and uh, I think that's where the drive came from. And, yeah, Glenelg uh, were visiting at the same time with girls and Harry Kernahan. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Norwood uh, chose to go to Norwood. Thank and, goodness uh, the Redlegs got you over the line. And this, yeah, I never, yeah, I sort of never re- regretted it. So it was Wally and Rex. Rex Wilson was in the meeting when we uh, finally got the, arranged a, a clearance. Uh, what it cost them or not, I don't know. Wally's a shoot operator, isn't oh, yeah. he? He's kicking oh, yeah. spot talent. Don't worry about that. Yeah, no, Wally's, a, no, Wally, Wally's one of the great administrators, administrators. in football yep. history. And, yeah. Uh, this uh, went Wally, off. And, uh, Wally and probably uh, Norm Smith are the two most uh, – and uh, Hammo, Bob Hammond, um, you know, three of the most significant – Football people in uh, in my uh, footy time, yeah. And this is when I've actually first met Ross because Ross, when he came over, played cricket for Kensington. Yep. Took five for in his first A grade game. Um, Your eyes would have lit up, mate. Yeah, I was because I did the scoreboard at yes. Kensington as a kid. So yep. I was I was about ten or eleven when I first. So that's when I first met Ross before he played footy for Nord. Or Nord. So and that. So then de- debuting for Nord in seventy three. Three, Roscoe? 73. Yep. 73. We played Sturt and got whopped on uh, Norwood Oval. <laughs> uh, Rick Davies in his prime, and I probably got to know Sandy Nelson as a centre back for the first time. Um, yeah, so they gave us uh, uh, that was an interesting int- introduction. Um, yeah, as I said, Robert was, Robert was coaching, and Robert's coaching. Um, uh, was interesting, but he was, you know, he was uh, equally uh, important uh, in Norwood's subsequent premierships. Yeah. Because of he developed all of these uh, young guys who are the backbone of uh, uh, Norwood, you know, throughout the the seventies and early eighties, uh, undoubtedly. And then Hamo came along and taught us how to work and how to. Um, you know, hard work and, and the importance of, uh, of winning. And then Barmy uh, came along after that and, uh, uh, you know, did really well. And 75, you know, 74 was a bit disappointing finish to the end of the year. We bombed in the finals. But then 75, Nord and Glenelg, the two dominant sides, you know, we won 16 in a row. And I, I always... I always thought it was hilarious, just because just we lost the second semi, that Glenelg was such overwhelming favourites, where for mine it was always a 50-50 game. And I I think that actually turned out to our advantage. And Glenelg were, yeah, it was, it was bizarre how they were such overwhelming favourites. Oh, well, they were known that year as the unbeatable Bays. Yeah, and uh, you know, they had curls, curls coaching and, uh, uh, you know, the press were all over that. 
And, uh, yeah, I think we beat uh, um, Glenelg at... It was one all. Glenelg. They beat us and we beat, we beat them at Glenelg, yes. Yeah, yeah, with a, with a game or two to go. And uh, we had a pretty good win there. Uh, and uh, But, yeah, we'd won 16. I thought it was even eight. But let's say 16 in a row. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we went into the second semi and... Uh, yeah, they uh, they beat us. They had a good team, uh, no doubt. And uh, then we had to beat Port Adelaide in the preliminary final, which... Uh, Certain Greg Turbill dominated. Yeah, Turbs. Turbs kicked uh, six, yep. Jesus, a good player, Turbs. Oh, um, I better tell him that. I better remember next time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure it's um, early in the morning. So. <laughs> no, he's a good fella, Turbs. Yes, um, yeah, so then we had them in the grand final and it was uh, seesawing and then uh, Curls made his uh, great move and put uh, Butch Phyllis into the ruck and, uh, to try and quell Butto, who was dominating. Um, and that was uh, one of the finest things that haven't, ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> it helped you, yes. Colin Anderson went on to you and you... Mind you, let's... The bit out of it, Butch virtually was, might as well have been taking you out dancing for that for that second semi in the first three quarters. He was holding on to you the whole bloody game, and you didn't get get anything. And then, ironically, you get a lucky free kick in the last quarter. Um, well, so, yeah, uh, you only had one umpire in these days. Those yes, days. Peter Mead. But uh, I'm not going to bollock Butch. Uh, Butch is a mate of mine and uh, a great competitor, and uh, yeah, one of your opponents that you respect. Yep. But I have asked him, you know, that holding on business, was that you or Curls? And he said, oh, probably a fair bit of me, <laughs> as in him. Yeah, we'd laugh about it after. Uh, but um, it was pretty inhibiting because he's, he's a strong unit. Was that the grand final with Nord did no press and Glenelg did all the press? Is that the one? Yeah. Yep. yep. In 75, yep. yep. That was Wally made the rule in the yeah. week. And, yep, so we let Glenelg go. And, yeah, so... Roscoe kicked the great, and really came into the game in the last quarter. You, you sort of took over, you, a couple of marks on the back play, and then a bit of rucking where Mike Olsen jumping over the top, uh, palmed it down, and he followed up. You marked and handballed off to him, and the interesting goal umpiring decision. We all think it was a goal. Um, and we're, we're the ones that count. So, yeah. Another, Wayne Har- another Wayne Harms job. Uh, yeah, it's uh, where Mike Polder may have carried it through, but. Yeah, so the Red League's getting up 9, 10 to 7, 10. And, yeah, it was, uh, I admit oh, well, too. Uh, the sort of things, the right things go right for the winners and the wrong things go wrong for the losers. But I'll tell uh, you what, this this lady standing next to us has that grabbed Dad and kissed him when the final, so, when the siren went. And I'm thinking, geez, <laughs> the old man's just got an upgrade. <laughs> so, Mum wasn't no, too well. happy, so yes. But it, it was, uh, yeah, it was... It was just interesting. So I was only 12 just watching people and just people just openly crying and a lot of relief, first flag in 25 years. It was certainly a, a special occasion. Uh, absolutely. And then, uh, you yeah, know, first, first time for 25 years and, and back at the ground, uh, back at the Oval was just, uh, uh, yeah, fantastic. Your parents uh, wouldn't let me go. Yeah, yeah, I'm still spewing uh, about that. Yes, go on. I still uh, I recall uh, uh, making way through the crush after the, the Oval celebrations had finished and we're going back to the social club 
and uh, trying to get across uh, Wood Street there, yeah. people uh, shoving uh, 10 and $20 notes and whatever in your pocket. And uh, I'd have to say the tax man, uh, unfortunately, um, <laughs> wasn't declared. Okay, we'll probably, probably spend it 10 minutes later over the bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And then 76 and 77, we sort of um, probably didn't quite come through as well. And then 78, with you, your body started to let yourself down and you were – you coached – Coaching I couldn't. Room. Yeah, yeah I coach. I coach the twos. Yes, I couldn't. One of uh, my strengths was uh, I could jump. Uh, you know, for marking, etc. And my knees started to, and well, my left knee in particular, started to annoy me uh, fairly constantly. Um, I like to. I like to be fit, which meant you had to do plenty of work to get fit, and you started to be that. You're inhibited doing that. Um, so it started to tail away and I coached uh, the twos um, and was, you know, I was assistant coach and coach of the twos and uh, I said I'd really finished, I didn't want to play and then later in the year um, they uh, there must have been players injured and they asked me to play and so I played through to the second semi, semi and yeah. Uh, um, yeah and Unfortunately, or not for we, the, the twos won, which was yes, uh, which was fun. Beat West Adelaide uh, against West Adelaide. Uh, we had a pretty good, pretty strong side in those days. Yeah, uh, we got one of the we've got David Palm on later tonight as well. Actually, uh, we're doing a, yep. we're doing a few tonight. So that was yeah. I'll always say that Palmy not playing in the league uh, league side. I'll always find that as a. Um, yeah, it was Chris, he and Chris Benneman were, yeah, were the yeah. close selection. Yeah, yeah. you bet not, I bet not say too much, Malcolm. I, I'm sure I was a selector in those days. So, yeah, I thought Palmy <laughs> should have played. I've got to be fair. No, but, fair, but you, yeah. you tell Palmy for sure I would have played him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, when so when. Um, when did the business side of it kick in when you were over here with the – so it was Westlake's news agency to start with, wasn't it, Ross? No, no, no. Norwich, oh, the uh, Nord news agency, that's yeah, right, that was, yeah. That was um, – happened in 78 uh, and that really – and we had uh, our first child, Alex, yep. in 78. Um, she was the first of uh, four children. Um and yeah, we started uh, the news agency at Norwood. Yeah, after a year, expanded it. Uh, after two years, sold that and went to Westlake's, and that started a whole. Yeah, we had seventeen uh, shops over time. Um, knock, expanded them, knocked walls out, uh, moved, changed houses about three or four times. So there was, and I, I consciously made the decision. Uh, you know, at the end of 79, that uh, that the coaching path wasn't going to be mine. I yep. we'd started uh, the businesses. Um, and uh, so I know there's Norwood people who, uh, uh, you know, were not necessarily happy <clears throat> with the way or the fact that I stepped away, but I, I felt as though I just had to get on with the rest of my life. I'm... And, uh, yeah. And you've been a huge part of the of the South Australian um, news agency and book game now for 
or book industry, sorry, for a, for a long time now? Uh, 45 years. Uh, the bookshop has been our last business. You know, we grow these businesses and then uh, sell them. Uh, but the bookshop we held for about 37 years and uh, I sold it, or Sue and I sold it to two of our sons, Angus yes. and Alistair, um, about two months ago. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I've never been so busy doing nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure you're still in the office a fair bit, Roscoe. You couldn't help yourself. And obviously, no, I, no. I greatly appreciate the fact that you've sold uh, the definitive rule book in, in your shop, Roscoe. So, yes, yeah, greatly yeah. appreciate it in that regard as well. Good on you. Was that something that you were keen to get into business wise, like some sort of business related after your footy career? That's a good question because uh, uh, as a boy in the country, all I ever wanted to do was play footy for Victoria and cricket for Australia. Uh, you know, that was my dream. And uh, you'd never find me in the uh, library at recess, <laughs> lunchtime or afternoon. And uh, uh, exam time had come and I'd think, hmm, this, looks, this is pretty hard, <laughs> mainly because I hadn't done any work. Um, footy season had finished straight into cricket and uh, or the athletics or... Uh, um, swimming or tennis or whatever it was a gung ho sport in the in the country um, and so then going to Melbourne to play footy and cricket and going to Adelaide and playing footy and cricket um, I never stepped foot inside a university and uh, so I thought you know 77 78 um, that uh, oh well the choices were go down the footy path um, or um, get on with the rest of you, uh, make a career out of something. And so a friend of friends of mine in Melbourne had about five news agencies um, at that stage. And I thought, oh, well, if they can do it, maybe, maybe I can. And so, and Jack Richards, at, uh, the mayor of Norwood at the time, yep. uh, uh, assisted me to get the news agency in that new, what was Woolworths then, uh, shopping centre. Um, and that really... Uh, gave us a start and just progressively, um, you know, taking, taking risks like in sport, uh, calculated risks and backing it up with, uh, uh, you know, focus and concentration and hard work um, and getting good, working with good people. Uh, similar things with footy and cricket that I applied to. Oh, don't uh, worry, Roscoe knows his stats. I walk you be in the shop and he go. Sold seven of that one book yesterday, four of that one, three of that one. He's got a bloody memory like, like a steel trap. So, yes. Dylan, yes. Dylan's bookshop, obviously, located on the parade, still doing a roaring trade. Um, yeah, yeah well, that's, that's the one that my two, uh, two yeah, sons boys have got. Yeah. Was, was it a lot of uh, uh, learning on the job with, with that? Uh, absolutely. Uh, this is me, you mean? Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't have a book background or but, uh, you know, that shop started off as 65 square metres and it's had six expansions at 700 square metres now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a terrific business, terrific location, a great demographic. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, Sue and I only hope that the boys uh, uh, continue and, and do really well in it. Oh, kudos to you and Sue too, how many of the staff have been there for donkey's years as well. I, I think that's always a big tick for any business mm. when there's, there's long-standing st- uh, staff 
uh, around as well. Uh, Connie, uh, Amanda, yeah, uh, Kathy. Um, some of these uh, uh, girls have been there for twenty years or twenty five yeah. years, and uh, uh, they are just uh, treasures. They're fantastic. Um, uh, as enabled me to uh, develop another uh, interest uh, playing golf and being involved at uh, Kuyonga. Kuyonga, yes, Kuyonga yeah. Golf Club uh, leader, uh, captain at one start and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, you, you've always been a pretty big golf man as well, Roscoe. Yeah, uh, well, I didn't play it when I was younger uh, much. Um, but, um, yeah, because footy and cricket, they were the... They were the main thing, main uh, focuses. But uh, yeah, golf for me is the. I love the banter. Uh, I love the uh, uh, the fact that sometimes you do well and sometimes you don't. Uh, you can get a sporting highlight every now and again, and the odd low light as well. But um, you can still compete, and that's what uh, I enjoy doing. What's what's the handicap, mate? Uh, it's about uh, thirteen, fourteen at the moment. Or it's um, yeah, I'm playing off about fourteen. Um, I think it's um, about eleven point four or eleven point eight or something nice. like that. I, I knew you'd know the stats on that one for sure. <laughs> and Roscoe, you served on the Adelaide Footy Club board as well. And if they'd had a brain, you would have ended up high, doing a lot, lot more, and uh, in a significant position as well. So yes. Oh uh, yeah, um, three years there. Fortunate to be there when uh, uh, won the '98 premiership. Um, Hammer, Bob Hammond uh, was really the one who uh, caused me to be involved. Yep. Um, but a bit the same as uh, uh, when, yeah, you know, at Norwood. Um, you know, it, it didn't suit me at the end. I didn't. I didn't like some of the things that had happened. Yeah. Um, and uh, said, "Well, I I got other things to do in my life. I'd rather get on with that. I don't uh, I don't want to exist in an environment that uh, that I don't enjoy." Yeah. Yeah, and no, I summed that that up pretty well. It was just let's just say that it was disappointing. There were things which should have happened, and Adelaide Football Club would have, would oh, have well. benefited. But that's life. And Malcolm, there's politics in yeah, in, in the everything. Club, yep. in the yep. tennis in club, everything. in everything. Yep. So uh, footy. Uh, There's often uh, more politics in sport than yeah. what there is politics in politics. I've, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. not much of a politician. Yes, yeah, not so, my strength uh, in life either, uh, Roscoe. Yeah. I, I admit too, uh, when I was doing the article on, on Ross, uh, so Sue and the children and through Ross's mum and that had, did up a book of all these cl- clippings and Roscoe lent it to me for that. So I admit I was happy as a pig in shit with yeah. having every clipping around and yep. reading through it. Absolutely. The other half, uh, Emma, was panicking that I'd uh, get water on it or anything, but no, I was uh, very careful and made sure that it was returned in pristine c- condition. So. Yeah, but uh, left half the cuttings out. You know, I, got, uh, <laughs> you know, I was a keen uh, uh, gatherer of these things over time and I got about two, two suitcases. So just out some of the really... Uh, Really good ones. There's a photo in there of taking a mark in front of uh, Big Nick and uh, and Polly Farmer on the MCG uh, when we were playing Victoria, playing Western Australia. And I said that's not even in there. Yeah. Anyway, um, but it's uh, yeah, been a lot of fun. 
And now um, one other point too, Pete. So Roscoe's named in the top 10 Kyabram sportsmen of the last century. Now these include <laughs> your world champion, your sprint cyclist, Stephen Pate, Dick Clay and Gary Lyon, and test cricketers, Jimmy Higgs and Matty Elliott. So it's fair company. Matthew, um, Matthew Elliott. Yeah. Matthew Elliott. Unfortunately, uh, Brett Delidio, he... Uh, he came after the last century, so uh, he'll have to wait for the next one. Um, yeah, Brett Delidio, uh, yeah, Jimmy Higgs. Uh, I was actually talking to Dick Clay uh, yesterday. Uh, he lives in Ocean Grove, and I rang him to say uh, congratulations on being named uh, one of eight uh, Richmond Immortals. Yes. Oh, he's been, been added to it, and uh, he said... Uh, yeah, lucky it's called immortal and not mortal. Um, <laughs> but um, I congratulated him on that. And then he said, hey, hang on, uh, about it. I still get the Kyabram Free yep. Press. I got it today, each week. And uh, a young boy, Rowan Aldous, uh, who was a journalist there, r- um, rang me uh, a week before Anzac Day because apparently my, the first game I played at the MCG was on Anzac Day. And there was a story about two young boys were going to play in Little League. Uh, you know, on the MCG that, that uh, particular Anzac Day. Anyway, he said, can I send you some questions? Um, anyway, he sent me about 26 questions and I thought, geez, this is going to take a while. So I, I replied to it and out of it, it became a, a two-page article in the uh, in the free press. And uh, Dick Clay, uh, um, uh, yesterday, uh, he was complaining to to uh, to me that you know, he's just been named as an immortal at Richmond. <laughs> and he got two paragraphs and, um, you know, uh, I got two pages. And I said, well, you'll have to investigate whether I paid for that or not. <laughs> <laughs> I will say no, one no. thing too about Roscoe. He's very Kyabram still. He always goes back. Yeah, Kyabram yeah. in the finals is back. He follows Kyabram still very, very um, forcefully and, yeah, certainly always knows what's going on and that. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, a, bit, a bit like Winnie, always checking yeah, yeah. in. Uh, Winnie, you would you can't believe that he doesn't live in Adelaide because yeah. he knows everything that's he going on. He does, doesn't he? Yep. Anyone who's got a problem yep. uh, or has uh, got a difficulty, etc. Winnie's the first one on the phone. He's uh, the godfather well, of the Nord Footy Club, well and true, the leader. Man. He's the leader, yeah. and I, I often see a lot of similarity I've always said with John Wynn and Ian Chappell, they're two elite leaders and and leader of men and Winnie's compassion and care for everyone is, yeah, he's a remarkable man, Jonathan Francis Wynn. Uh, I was just uh, talking about uh, Dick Clay and his disappointment regarding, the, you know, his two paragraphs in the paper. The other thing you, you didn't mention was the uh, uh, selecting being selected to sit with the royal family in yes, apologies. Seventy, yes. I think it was at the MCG with Ross Smith and and uh, John Schultz, um, which th- that came out of the '69 Carnival and us beating South Australia, I think. And uh, you entertaining but, Princess Anne. Well, uh, we were instructed uh, uh, to address them as Your Royal Highness. Well, as a boy from the country, that didn't sort of ring too many bells. And after about uh, five minutes, I thought this is going to be really boring for both for all of us if uh, before I go down that path. So I thought I'll just talk. I was between the Duke and uh, and uh, Princess Anne and the the Queen and uh, and these days King Charles. Uh, anyway, so uh, between the Duke and 
and Anne and Anne and I getting on like a house on fire. We were laughing and joking, and uh, every now and again the Duke would ask ask me a question: "What's that fellow in white? What's he running there for?" And uh, I uh, had to. I was just about to say, "Listen, pal, I'm a bit busy here. Um, if you wouldn't mind uh, asking Johnny Schultz, he he doesn't seem quite so busy." Um, <laughs> but uh, you know. Uh, I did not get an invite back to the head of some, uh, you know, function at the uh, Britannia back at the wharf that night, and uh, I, uh, I didn't get an invite to go back there, and I was pretty disappointed in that. So, <laughs> my mate Ray Presnell, who'd come from Kyabram, and I went to Powerhouse Disco on the Lake uh, Albert Park Lake that night and laughed our heads off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what what could have been? Yes. Oh yeah, that'd be right. So, so mate, it'd be remiss <laughs> to corner, mate. it'd be remiss not to ask uh, best players you played with. Uh, best players played with. I uh, I love playing. Um, I Dick Clay was great. Yeah, it was seventy meter drop kicks from centre half forward. Uh, Kai Abram and uh, you know he's in the team of the century at uh, at Richmond. Yeah, um, uh, he was terrific. Uh, there was a fellow at Kyabram uh, that no one had ever in Adelaide would have ever heard of, as a fellow called Jeff Cooper, Aboriginal, two Aboriginal brothers. Well, uh, Shepparton were our arch rivals, and uh, uh, Jeff Cooper, uh, and coached by Tom Hafey, and Jeff Cooper one day kicked nine goals out of 11 from the wing, playing for Kyabram. He, he came from a mission um, near Swan Hill, and... Uh, he was Eddie Betts playing for Kai Abram. He was that good. But in those, those days, uh, you know, other than Doug Nichols and probably Sid Jackson, uh, yeah. there were very, very few, yeah. few uh, Aboriginal players uh, ventured to Melbourne uh, to play. Uh, there were Obviously, there were probably earlier uh, in Western Australia yeah. uh, with Farmer and uh, the Crackers and co. Uh, but in, uh, Farmer was fantastic. Uh, playing yep. with, I loved playing with Hassaman for Melbourne. Yep. Uh, he, he was uh, fantastic. Um, uh, playing against, uh, I've always found Peter Stewart, who was at North Melbourne, uh, uh, difficult. Um, uh, in Adelaide here, Butch, uh, well, Butch Phyllis and uh, um, uh, Sandy Nelson. Yeah, uh, those guys were weren't easy uh, to combat. Um, uh, Phil Carmen, yeah, he was incredible. Uh, I have um, significant regrets the way it finished for Phil. Yeah. He was. Uh, I always thought that uh, you know I played with him in '73 and '74. Yep. He went to Collingwood in '75 and should have won the the Brownlow for sure that year, other than for a broken yeah. bone Stay in his foot, I think. In a state game, um, yeah, Winnie was a different type of uh, uh, great player, but uh, terrific captain. Um, Russell Evert, uh, obviously, uh, um, and Barry, Barry, Barry Robin, they were uh, freakish. Um, yeah, they, they, uh, uh, Blighty, yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, they pretty well. Yep, I'm, I'm sure of. Yeah, it's a fair. It's a fair Paul, list. Yeah, Paul Bagshaw, 
Rick Davies. Yep. How good were they? Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, Woody kicked 601 goals for us, yep. or 602. Yep. Um, he regrets not... He regrets kicking one of yeah, those. I knew, you'd get that. I knew you'd get that line in. I was been waiting for it. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh well, Gags and uh, and uh, Glenn Kingo. Rosser, Kingo, um, Kingo. Oh, you can't forget Kingo. As I said, I'll leave people out. But uh, uh, yeah, I refer to Kingo as Wally's pet because he won uh, <laughs> at least six yeah, six he's... best in Paris and. And six hundred times in the top three, and twice runner-up at uh, at uh, the Copeland too. And we yeah we yeah, have yeah. had Kingo on with us one night too. So great man yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, terrific player, terrific. Oh. Um, okay, greatly appreciated, Roscoe. Say hello to Sue and good luck to the boys in the business. And uh, I did ring Thrasher to see if he was going to be involved. He said, "Come on, rule book. I've never picked up a book in my life." So yeah, just staring Thrasher <laughs> up as well. So, yes. Otherwise, yeah. Uh, good on you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Good Great. to know you. Greatly appreciate Thank you very it. Much, fellas. Thank you very Bye. much for your time, mate. Thanks, Roscoe. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.